We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. where I, Nicole Byer, try to figure out how I'm still single, even though I'll buy all the drinks on the date and still fuck you. My guest today, ooh, you know her? From RuPaul's Drag Race, Pandora Box. You also know her from Drag U and All-Star Season 1, where the rules were not fair. <laughs> they were not fair at all. Can I say her or do you like him? What, what pronouns? Um, I don't really care. Honestly, oh, okay. no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. I would say shim, but shim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's offensive anymore. So it's uh, a very hard line to walk because you'll say is. something you're like, I think that's funny. And then the world goes, no, girl, no. <laughs> it's very hard. Pandora, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Thank you. I gave Pandora the wrong address. <laughs> I mean, it was the same street. Yes. It was just a large building with no entrance that you sent me to. Ooh, sorry. (laughs) So, Pandora, are you single? I am not single. Are you married? Uh, Not technically, but basically. Okay. And how did you find your partner? Uh, We were at a straight bar in Rochester, New York, (laughs) to watch this uh, bisexual singer perform. And uh, he was on a date with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I, everybody got drunk because the sh- they advertised the show started at nine, but mm-hmm. it didn't start till midnight. And what else do you okay. do at a bar? Drink. Drink. And I just said, hey, everybody, let's all make out with Ian because I wanted to kiss him. And- <laughs> <laughs> what? A perfect plan that worked in your favor. <laughs> it did. And he pursued me. So oh. it must have been a really good kiss. That's... A dream. That's a true dream and a treat. And I don't 
think that would work for me. I think that's like, <laughs> it happened one time, and Nicole, get it out of your head. It's not going to happen again. Well, I have tried that before. And oh, you have? It, it didn't work any other time. So. How many times have you tried it? I don't know. You put a little liquor in me, and I'll probably make out with everybody <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> I... I like to get very, very drunk and make out with people. But I just <laughs> learned about myself. If I only have like three drinks, I don't want to make out in a bar. I get real scared. I'm like, oh, what if people are looking? And I'm not like that ever. But it's like like three drinks is not enough for me to be like, ooh, I'm inhibited or uninhibited. I don't know. I can't. My My whole deal is very confusing. Things keep changing. <laughs> I don't know. So how long have you been with your partner? Um, 13 years. Oh my God. <laughs> that is such a long time. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's crazy to say it out loud because mm-hmm. I never thought uh, I would be in a relationship that long ever because mm-hmm. I had a lot of real uh, shitty relationships before. Ah. So doing drag, have you ever dated another drag queen? Um, yes, I did. He became a drag queen when we were together. Ah, interesting. Did that cause a rift? Was it like a competition of sorts? Um, yes. Ah. It did cause, I think it did cause a little bit of a Mm -hmm. rift. Because he kind of, I think it kind of went to his head. Mm. Because I think the same thing would happen if I was dating someone who wasn't doing comedy, and then they started doing comedy. Because you'd be like, well, obviously I inspired you. Obviously you <laughs> hung out with a bunch of comedians and you liked it. And I think I would start to feel some type of way. Be like, Because I know, I know we wouldn't be in like competition because I've been doing it longer. But I, it's like, a, I feel like when someone starts doing something new, they're like a baby, if you will. Or like yes. going through puberty, puberty with it. They're like, <laughs> these open mics are so much fun. I love improv. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've been in it for 10 years. None of, nothing is fun. Uh, yeah. You, you just, you do it because you love it. But it's, the magic has worn off in a way where like, when I get ready to go to a show, like I'm excited to do it. But I'm, I'm not like rushing around the house being like, I can't wait to tell these jokes. <laughs> Instead of doing my makeup being like, I'll do it better. So if I bomb, they have something good to look at. Yeah, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to put this makeup on. Hey, everybody, look at this wig. Let's talk about this wig for another hour. And that's kind of what it was with him, too. It was just like, it was so new to him. Mm-hmm. And then it just became that there was no, uh, there was nothing else but drag. Yes. Like, that's all we were doing. And I kind of like having that moment without mm-hmm. any drag or having to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't It didn't work out. And also, he kind of was an asshole. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's the real truth. I'm trying to find a good balance between always doing comedy and then, like, not. Like, having time where I don't talk about it yeah. and I'm just living. I started taking a pole dancing class on Monday. Ooh. So that's my... I did this podcast uh, with uh, Jamila Jamal, and she was like, get a hobby to find a man. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so then I started pole dancing, which is dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to find a man pole dancing, especially because I go to a ladies-only class. <laughs> But, like, I like it. So far, it's fun. I'm so sore still. And this was on Monday, and it is now Friday. And I can't even handle my life. (laughs) What things do you do besides drag? Um, Well, first of all, I love that podcast that she was on. I love her. It was very inspiring. It was a great podcast. And um, 
And we did pole dancing on uh, Drag Race. Oh, did you? <laughs> we had a burlesque challenge. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and I was like, I can work that pole. I can do it. And I got up there and I was like, I cannot <laughs> work this type of oh, pole. I remember that. <laughs> that was, uh, uh, Tatiana was like, everyone is so rude. Because you had to bark on the street, right? Yes. That on full, Hollywood Boulevard. In full drag at in like daylight. noon. Yeah. Ooh. Now that's anybody that's rough. actually yeah, anyone that's actually been to Hollywood Boulevard during that time, and not even the busy part of mm-hmm. Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> where like World of Wonder is located, so it's like the trashier mm-hmm. part of you know. There's not a lot of there's tourists, but they are lost, mm-hmm. and nobody speaks English because they're all tourists from other countries. Uh-huh. And which is fine. It's only a problem when you're out there trying to sell them cherry pie <laughs> gift certificates, which in itself is odd enough to anybody. It's so strange. But if someone said to me, Do you want a cherry pie gift certificate? I'd be like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Those are the strangest combination of words, and I'm into yeah. it. And also, you're dressed like a uh, prostitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't there. even think about that. Dressed <laughs> like a hooker, being like, you want some cherry pie? It's like, mm, they, no. They were yes. running from us. They just didn't. Well, and they just didn't get it because they're not from the country. Mm-hmm. They, they're just visiting. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they're like berated by a bunch of drag queens trying to sell Ugh. cherry pie gift certificates. Not even cherry pie. Like you have to go get it down the store I at the store down the street. Remember the episode fully. But did you did you swing around the pole? Um, I swung around the pole like once, uh-huh. but not. I didn't do any tricks because I knew that I couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. I and uh, I'm the team captain, and I don't want to lose, and I don't mm-hmm. want to go home. So I'm like, I'll just do what I do best and act real slutty. <laughs> Because people were tipping you, and I'm like, I know some of these guys have to be straight or mm-hmm. straight-ish, and I know how to work a straight guy. So I'll just uh. do what my blonde slutty ass can do. <laughs> no, pour it up. I love it. I love it so much. That is such a bonkers challenge. A lot of the challenges are so bonkers because you don't have very much time to do them. I would love to see what that room is like where they brainstorm. They're like, all right, let's make them pole dance and sell things on the street. And they have to do it in two hours. <laughs> uh... And they never did that challenge again. And they also had an eating challenge on our, our season two. And they mm-hmm. never did that again. Where Morgan threw up. Right next to me, yeah. <laughs> I was like, please don't let me throw up a TV. Please don't let me throw up a TV. Because they'll use it. Because I, I know I've never seen it, but I felt my throw up face. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not attractive. No. Like, it's like blood uh, vessels bursting, Ugh. bad. Ugh. No. Whenever I'm doing, because Nailed It is, I guess, reality TV. But whenever we're shooting, I'm very conscious that if I do, if they ask me to do something I don't want filmed or, or <laughs> aired on television, they're going to use it if I do it. So I have to just be like, <laughs> yeah. no, sorry, I won't. I won't do it. <laughs> So you missed online dating completely. Um, I did. Well, no, there was uh, there was gay.com where you kind of went in a little oh. chat room. And, uh, In- did you use it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I first uh-huh. discovered it, I was like, oh. And then I worked at a hair salon because I did hair for a little bit mm-hmm. and then realized I didn't like touching people's heads in that fashion. So I would sometimes go on there during my break and the uh, the 
work computer and be like, oh, let's see. Maybe I can How set something up. scandalous on the work computer. <laughs> Your know. boss is like, um, I have a date for tonight. <laughs> I, when I was younger, I think I may have mentioned this, I, um... My screen name was Hot Chocolate 808, and I used I to like catfish it. people. Because <laughs> I was definitely like 12, 13 years old. I would get into like an AIM chat room and be like, oh my God. I'm 35, and my boobies are very big. <laughs> and I would see what men would respond with, and they would respond with the most bonkers things. <laughs> Much like on apps now. I, so... I just tried to join fat lady apps because I was like, maybe I'll find love on a fat lady app. And then someone told me about this website called feedy.com and it's for feeders, feedies, and BBW admirers, which is all new terms to me. So a feedy is someone who wants to be fed, a feeder is someone who feeds someone, and then a BBW admirer is someone who just sits there and is like, I like it all. And <laughs> I signed up for it, but there's no way to like set a location. So someone from Sweden would be like, I like your roles. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think this is for me. And then I joined. Did they say, I like your roles, and do you want to eat a roll at the same time? <laughs> no, I truly shut it down after that man from Sweden said, I like your roles. I was yeah. like, I can't do this because he's in Sweden. I don't know what he means by rolls. Is it a euphemism? Or does he mean like my fat rolls? Or like does he want to hide a roll under my roll of fat? It's too much. Let's take a pass on that one. <laughs> yes. So then I joined Woo Plus, which on uh, the, what is it called? The app store. It was like, this is highly rated. But... I've only gotten this woman named T is the only person who's contacted me and she's having a whole conversation with herself. So she said, <laughs> good morning. I remember seeing you Wednesday. You're funny. Then she said, fun, 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 LOL. And then that was on August 29th and August 30th. She said, on Wendy Williams, how's it going on here? Have you met any fun people yet? What other sites have you been on that are better than this? And then on September 1st, she said, cheers. And she sent me a little <laughs> bottle of wine, a gift, I guess. And then on the 3rd, she said, how was your weekend? And then on the 4th, she said, good morning. What's the name of this show? The, I was looking for it on the cooking channel. Then she said, what channel? Then she said, are you a catfish? <laughs> so, <laughs> And you've not responded once. No. <laughs> no, not at all. And oh. I think I might have to get rid of this one, too, because, ooh, who's this? This person named Nick sent me a gift. Oh, it's just a bouquet. Ooh, he's scary looking. <laughs> I, it's been an uphill. And then there's one called Buster, which is also for fat ladies. And I don't think there's enough people on it because I, like, I can't match with anybody. It's so weird. So that's that's the fat lady dating app world. It's very sad, and <laughs> well, there's nobody out there. Maybe it's just enough people don't know about it yet. Maybe. Well, get on it, people. If you're fat and chunky and you're listening to this, <laughs> get on Buster or Woo Plus and find you a fat lady. <laughs> I've been on Tinder a couple times, and I and I. I'm like, ooh, this is fun. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, they can, they kind of know, right? <laughs> like yes. when you match, then yes. you're like, oh, they all know. Right. And then when you don't respond, sometimes they get very upset. So this is a message I got yesterday. 
This man said, hashtag nailed it. So I said, ugh. He said, wow, vicious. Then he said, I want to bang you while wearing the gold chef's hat. So I said, I'll fuck you while you wear that hat as long as you don't say nailed it anymore. And then he didn't respond. I called his bluff and he didn't respond. That's shady. Very shady. So then I matched with this man named Royce. Royce said, good morning. How are you doing this weekend? We'd love to chat more if you're interested. That was in March. And then he said, I hope we can chat soon. I'm very interested in having a lot of sex with you. <laughs> and then September 30, he said, guess you weren't interested. And I was like, well, now I got to talk to this person because <laughs> he's like going through his Tinder, I guess being like, come on, who wants to have sex with me? So I said, sorry, when do you want to start having a lot of sex? <laughs> he said, that's up to you, but the sooner you'd be up for it. I said, okay. So like next week, he said, sure, if you're interested. I said, great, where should we start the sex? Then he said, are you, any are you on any type of BC? So I said, BC, black cock? I knew what he meant. He, said, he was like birth control. And I said, uh, oh, which was like, I don't know what BC means. Yeah, straight men will say BC and meaning birth control, but I've always known it to be black cock or BBC, <laughs> big black cock. So uh, I said, yeah, I'm on birth control, so you don't have to use a condom, which I was just saying purely to see what he would respond with because yeah. I'm all about condoms. And then he said, awesome. And I said, great. Then he <laughs> said, can I come in you all the time? So I said, yes, all the time. Morning, <laughs> noon, and evening. <laughs> he said, great. I said, I love cum. If I could eat it all the time, I would. <laughs> then he said, you want to eat mine then? I said, yeah, you can come. I'll leave it out so it's crunchy. <laughs> then he just said, you like sucking? And I was like, what is this man? So I said, what, come? I like to chew it. <laughs> no. And that's. And then he said, can I message you tomorrow? I have to go. I said, okay, bye-bye. And then he never messaged me back. <laughs> crunchy, come put it over the limit. Like, that was it. That was the deal breaker. <laughs> Maybe he reread it and was like, uh... <laughs> I don't want this woman to leave my cum out and let it be crunchy. <laughs> I mean, I, but I think if you're going to be that forward and be like, I want to have a bunch of sex with you, then I get to say whatever I want. Yeah, for sure. I um doing drag for like 300 years and <laughs> doing more like a, a womanly type of drag. And I mm -hmm. worked in a bar that uh, there was a lot of straight people that came Um it gave me a newfound respect for women because <laughs> some of the things that were said to me, uh -huh. I literally would think, do you say this to women? They sure do. And I'm like, yep, yep, they do. Like one guy was all up in me all one night and mm -hmm. I was just like, everything I could do to not be interested. Like I was totally not. Like I'm just like, no. Like I went outside, he followed me outside. Ugh. I was like, oh my God. And these people were fighting across the street and somebody yelled out pussy in this fight that they were doing, mm -hmm. which kind of intrigues me to this day what they were fighting about. <laughs> if they were fighting over pussy. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> so, what that could have been. But so he, we laughed and he said, do you have a pussy? And I went, no. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe the conversation ends. And no, mm -hmm. it doesn't. He's still like, he's like, hey, he's like following me. It's like, hey, 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 Pandora, Pandora, if you suck my dick, I'll fuck you. And I'm like, what a bargain that is. Truly. Like, wow, that's a deal. How do I sign me up for that? Let me do all the work. N no. That, I just, I don't understand why 
men can't just take no and move on. I know I've been persistent with people, uh, but I don't think I've ever followed anybody. I think if you sit there and I'm like, let me suck your dick, and they're like, no thanks, but they still (laughs) sit there, and I go, are you sure you don't want me to suck your dick? (laughs) And they're like, no, but they still stay. I think it's still, like, I think it's okay, but I think if someone actively walks away from you, then you have to respect that they don't want to be near you. Yeah, it was a little, I mean, I was, there were people around, so I wasn't really totally scared, and then one of my Mm -hmm. friends had had to yell at them, but... And then it was one time just like getting into the car and some guy was like, hey, hey, you want to get it on? And I went, no, thanks. <laughs> I got money. I'm like, oh, great. That's what I look cool. like right now. I look like a streetwalker. Thank I you, mean, sir. <laughs> that's funny because I feel like sex workers are pretty upfront that they're sex workers. Yeah. I don't think, do you want to get it on? A sex worker would go, no, I got money, yes. Like, I don't think that's the conversation you'd be having. Yeah, she wouldn't be a good one, I think. No. She, she was <laughs> no. like, no, no. I mean, unless she's like, no, I really don't, but I'll take your money and pretend. Like, Unless she's on her way to Target and she's like, you know what? I could get some extra <laughs> if I fuck this person real quick before I hit up Target. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, if I was – if I was, uh a prostitute, I would charge more for interest level. Like if it was mm-hmm. like, do you want me to pretend I'm interested? Okay, that's $50 more. <laughs> I <laughs> I guess, yeah, that sounds like a good plan to be like, if you want me to be interested, then <laughs> you got to pay me a little bit more. Otherwise, I'm going to close my eyes and never look at you and be a little dead fish. Yeah. A disinterested blowjob <laughs> is 20 <laughs> Interest is $50. Ugh. A moan, 60 <laughs> Let's hear this moan for sixty dollars. <laughs> Let's see a sixty dollar moan. <laughs> oh yeah, like Daddy! Oh, you're the best! Oh, you're the king! So big! Oh. I've never seen anything bigger in my life. Oh, oh, you're breaking me apart. Just a lie. You've always seen bigger. I recently had a date with this man from Tinder. Tinder's filled with the worst people and they just get fed to you. But we like meet up. I was a full 40 minutes late to this date, which is my fault. I was taking a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting that beauty rest. I mean, in LA, you you can always blame traffic. You know that. But I also picked a place that was super close to my house. (laughs) So I think I was like, get a quick nap and get some stamina because hopefully you'll be fucking. (laughs) So then I meet up with him and he didn't seem super mad about it. And he said, he was like, I don't really know who you are other than uh, you had an interview on Conan that I liked. And I said, okay. And then as the date went on, he was like, are you going to talk about me on your podcast? And I was like, so you do know more about me. And I was like, no, I won't. But I am right now. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? I lied. (laughs) Um, And then... uh, He, we get like drunk and I forget that people, I can drink a lot. I'm a big girl. I can drink. And he was doing drink for drink with me. And at one point he was like, do you want water? I was like, no. He was like, uh, I need water. And I said, then go get water. And he was like, you don't want water? I was like, I'll drink the fucking water if that's what you need. (laughs) And then I didn't realize how drunk he was. He, and then I invited him to my place, which is bad because, okay. So there was also red flags fucking everywhere. This date was a red flag. We talked about abortion. 
and that he has had girlfriends have abortions. And I was like, oh. that's not first date chatter. <laughs> And no. then he goes, my dad's dead, but I don't want to talk about it. I was like, I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. I mean, what's worse than a red flag? Like, is there something worse? Because that's not even a red flag. No, that's like literally a bomb. Like, that is a, like that a like, minefield bomb. Run, Forrest, run. Yes. And I was like, no, Jenny, I must die. But um, so what else did he do? Oh, I asked him because he works a nine to five. I said, what's a nine to five like? I was just trying to make conversation. I haven't had a day job in a while. I know it's like you go to work, whatever. But he's like, well, I wake up in the morning, uh, have some coffee, I go to sleep, and then uh, then I go to work. And I was like, that's called depression, my friend. And he said, you think? I said, yeah, you can't just sleep your days away. When I do that, I know that I'm like getting depressed. But also I go to therapy. And he's like, therapy? <laughs> It's a rich man's game. And I was like, you don't have to gender wealth. Also, they're sliding scale therapy. You could go to a therapist for like 20 bucks. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, I shouldn't be talking about therapy on a first date. Then he tells me he hates women in L.A. They're not real, uh, that they're vapid and they're stupid. And then tells me he doesn't have a passport and has never left this country. And I was like, I don't, I mean... Who are you calling stupid if you're not well-versed in the world? And then he talked about his racist family. <laughs> and that then, one, that's definitely, that's a that's a good first date conversation. And then I say, you want to come to my house? <laughs> Which is After so, all of that. After all that, because I was like, if, if we fuck, he shuts up. And then if we <laughs> fuck, I'll like come and he can go. Uh, so then he comes to my house, oh, no. and then he had whiskey dick, so he couldn't even get it uh, up. Oh. And he was like, sorry, it's not going to happen. I said, okay, well, I think maybe you should go. And then he looks at me with, like, dead eyes and goes, you're just like everybody else here. You're a fucking bitch. And I was like, <gasps> okay. <sighs> and then he's, like, slowly putting on his socks and then looking at me and being like, you're like a Hollywood elite. You're just fucking discarding me. And I was like, I don't. Do you want water, a LaCroix, anything to help you leave? <laughs> and he was like, ah, oh, yeah, you're just throwing me out. And I said, okay. And at this point, I was like, do I wake up my roommate? Do I, I have a baseball bat? <laughs> like, Do I like pull out a baseball bat? I'm like, get out. So then he finally leaves, sits in front of my place for like, 20 minutes and oh. I'm just staring out the window because I'm like you have to go you have to leave you cannot come back yeah. and then he leaves and then texted me gibberish and I was like <laughs> well get I said get gone good and I meant get home good or whatever but it was a Freudian slip I was like get the fuck out of my life and then he texted me the next morning he was like wow I don't remember much of last night <laughs> kind of wild and then I didn't answer and then he was like oh I guess I was a little bit of a dick last night I don't remember and I didn't respond and then he's like um can you just like tell me what I said last night because uh, uh I don't remember so then I texted him back I was like you said a lot of like wild things and I don't really want to see you again so hanging out again is a no for me dog and which is like a cute little thing that Randy Jackson on American Idol says it was a cute little joke say goodbye <laughs> and then he texted me like a book, like a fucking paragraph, Ugh. and then a paragraph, and then a paragraph. And I was like, you got to respect that, like, I don't want to speak to you. And then, like, paragraph. And then par and then he was like, I want to apologize in person. And I was like, no. hold up, <laughs> no. And everyone was like, block him. And I was like, no, because I tweet where my shows are. I'm pretty vocal oh, yeah. about, like, where I'm performing. And I was like, if he shows up and he's going to text before he comes, I got to see that text. So then I was like, please don't show up where I am. Please just like leave me alone. And then he was like, understood. And I was like, 
Thank God. And it was like several days. It was like a week-long saga of this person. But that's dating, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a that's nightmare situation. Yes. Our first date, like yes. everything that could go wrong went wrong, and then his dick was limp. His dick was fucking <laughs> trash. It didn't like it didn't even yeah. Awful. It worse, was just horrible. terrible. And also, he was like attractive. And I kept being like, well, at least he's cute. He's cute. <laughs> he's much cuter than his picture. He's cute. And then I was like, and he's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> Which probably is his problem. Well, that and the limb dick. Like, yes. uh, that's probably his issue yes. with women because I doubt that's the first time that that's happened to him. I agree because the way he was texting was like, oh, I think you black out a lot and I think you say a lot of nasty things mm. and then have to apologize. Because also the text would change. He'd be like, I blacked out at the bar, or then he'd be like, I don't remember anything but like what happened at your house, or like, I don't remember anything after this. And I'm like, that happened after you said in the other text that you blacked. Yeah. Oh. I had to place a uh, no social media rule on myself after a certain number of drinks. Really? <laughs> because Pandora would come home and be like, I am just mad at this person, <laughs> and I'm going to tweet this out, and I'm going on everything, and I'm posting this, and then and on my, I'll get little text messages mm-hmm. on my phone. It'll go bloop, bloop. And it's my, there's a couple friends, thank you friends mm-hmm. out there, who will be like, get that off. Girl, now. Yeah, delete, girl, delete, delete that, delete that now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. And Every... there's times I woke up in the morning and I'm like, oh God, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it fast enough to delete this oh, stupid thing that so I wrote. That's so funny. I should probably do that. Although I try not to look at Twitter at night because it's filled with trash and it makes me sad. So then I don't want to like read something and be like, I'm going to drunkenly tweet this. Ooh, we have to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip 
plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Honestly, my favorite is Hot Honey and Cocoa Zing. I put it on my lips, and honestly, it did sizzle them. It sizzled them right to the moon. They were plump and juicy, and everyone was like, Nicole, can I? And I'm like, get in line. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. So is your... Can I ask, do you have an open relationship or is it a closed relationship? Um, we do have an open relationship. Okay. Which was not something I ever thought I could have because mm-hmm. I'm a jealous bitch. Yes. <laughs> which leads to some of the things I shouldn't post it late at <laughs> night or text my boyfriend late at night about something that happened like years ago, mm-hmm. which I just recently did. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, can I unsend everything I just sent you? Can we just pretend? Like, we've been together just long enough, right? You, this didn't you're happen. Kind of, you're kind of used to it. I'm cute. Ha <laughs> But you, is it, was it like a thing where the two of you were like, we want this? Or was it like, you travel a lot and you're not home? How did it come about? Well, it 
it came about because he wanted one, and oh, so okay. I thought, oh, I'm not good enough. I didn't, and I I knew I wanted one, but I didn't want the kind where you know you're they're both sitting on the couch, a couple, and they're both on like grinder and they're mm-hmm. trying to hook up, and they're like, okay, bye, I'm going to hook up. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want that type of open relationship but if it happens it happens if we're not around or Mm -hmm. there's somebody we want to bring in together that's cool and that's what happened at first and I think it was because I was traveling so much Mm -hmm. that it's like all right I'm traveling I'm out of town I'm a little drunk Mm -hmm. there's some cute boys and so we just kind of finally I think it was happening and then we finally had to sit down and go okay this is happening and Mm -hmm. we should be all right with it and I say most of the time it works out. It's usually just it's me that usually has the issue because I mm-hmm. have a horrible jealousy problem and I hate it because to me jealousy is the most useless emotion there is. Yes. Like it serves absolutely no and purpose. You can't really do anything with it. No, you don't grow from jealousy. No. You don't learn from jealousy. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make other people happy. It's the one if that's what I'm trying to. I always try to say I'm like it doesn't do any purpose. It's it's no good. Mm-hmm. I'm also a jealous person. <laughs> I find myself just like seething over something and I'm like, why do they have this and I don't? And I'm trying, I go to therapy, Mary and I talk about it, that like it's okay to feel jealousy, but you need to just move on almost immediately. Like feel yeah. the feeling and move the fuck on and don't harbor it. But in a relationship, I feel like I would be jealous, but then also I'm gone a lot. So I feel like that's selfish of me to be like, well, you have needs and you have wants. And if I'm not there, what's the harm in you fucking somebody else if it's just sex? But then I'm like, but what if you fall in love and leave me? (laughs) Yeah, that's such a fun too. But I guess because we've been together so long and he was with me before I was on Drag Race Mm -hmm. too. So he kind of didn't sign up for this like crazy Mm -hmm. lifestyle and and traveling a lot and – and I don't, like, I don't think that he's going to leave. Like, we're pretty open, and I, I think it's pretty established that we're together. And mm-hmm. and uh, we have a house together and a dog, and Ooh, so... cute, cute, cute. It's all that. And I guess it's just you have to really be able to trust the person. Mm-hmm. And trust is a hard thing for me, because I've had shitty relationships mm-hmm. in the past, and all of them cheated on me with people Ugh. around me, and... um. And also being a drag queen sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's some shady drag queens. Mm-hmm. And then also being in the entertainment business. There's mm-hmm. also some shady people in there. Mm-hmm. So I think trust becomes a big issue when you're in that kind of world because you don't always know if people have your best interests at heart or if Truly, they're... you don't. Um, here's a question. So your life... Before drag, was it? It was different after, obviously. Um, did people treat you differently after drag race? Like people who were shitty to you before were suddenly nicer to you after? Uh, <laughs> there definitely was a few mm-hmm. of those who, uh, yeah, yeah, weren't very nice to me before, and then suddenly they wanted the best for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right, I, <laughs> I see you, I get it. <laughs> What's the weirdest fan encounter you've ever had? Um, well, I think that I get a lot of people who cry when they meet me. Ah. And it's because I talked about suicide on the show. Mm-hmm. And I <clears throat> I was debating about whether I should talk about it or not. 
mm-hmm. um, only because I didn't want to talk about it and make it like I was talking about it for, um, you know, to get screen time or mm-hmm. or to be disingenuine because it was really something. I mean, obviously, it was a horrible time period in my life, and and I know that a lot of people go through it. But in the context of what we were talking about, it totally fit in. And I said, you know, I should talk about this because they wanted me to open up more and mm-hmm. be more, you know, not, hi, I'm Pandora, and I mm-hmm. see a different side of you. And so it fit, and I talked about it, and I'm really glad I did. It it does sometimes make awkward situations mm-hmm. because, you know, it's a club, it's a meet and greet, somebody's crying. <laughs> Or somebody tells me their story and what they've gone through and and their attempts and it's it's only awkward because I'm I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing yeah. and because it's a meet and greet so it's all really quick mm-hmm. and I don't want to like brush them off mm-hmm. and I want to give them that moment and I want to be that person they want me to be and it's especially because it, I'm glad that they can share that story with me and and I feel like if more people people shared their stories like that, mm-hmm. it would be less of a stigma and maybe we we I wouldn't mean, have so many yeah. situations like that. I think you're absolutely right. I do think there's such a huge stigma around depression and wanting to end your own life because I, I feel like people see that as like weakness where you're like, or like an easy out where it's like, that's not an easy out. Like, if that's the choice that you are you want to make, like, that means you've tried everything. That's like, it's the last resort. I've wanted to kill myself numerous times, but I, I might be too lazy to try. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I get down and I get depressed and I try to talk about most of, like, my mental health issues on the podcast just so people know that they're not alone. And a lot of women will thank me for that, and that feels nice. Here's a fun fan encounter that I doubt you remember. So (laughs) I was sitting in economy. You were sitting, I think, in first class. And I walked past you, and I went, (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't even look up, because I think you were like, this person has to talk to me for me to say one word to them, because that noise was wild. And then I went, Pandora? Oh, boy, I like you. <laughs> you just went, thank you? And I went, mm-hmm. <laughs> March to my seat was like, you could have been cooler or normal. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I fully remember being like, I'm a little weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I thought it was fabulous. But it's always, but sometimes on planes, it's always a little weird because you're like, especially because my name is Pandora. And mm-hmm. you look at me like, what? Who, what? What? What's going on? And, and then if you're recognized, people always want to go look and go, who are you? And what mm-hmm. do you do? And, and a lot of times on planes, I'm exhausted and I'm yes. just like, oh God, all right. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I was very flattered. And especially if you said it like that. You smiled and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got recognized once on a plane. Someone was like walking back and they're like, oh, I love your work. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then the man next to me was like, who are you? And I said, oh, I'm just a little dumpster bitch. And he went, what? <laughs> And I was like, oh, it was a joke. Uh, I do comedy. And he's like, well, you're not funny. And I said, okay, this will be fun. It was before we took off. And then he kept asking me to say funny things. And I was like, sir, you're not paying me. And then he's like, well. And I was like, that's also a joke. (laughs) He just like, (laughs) 
really didn't like me. Yeah. Ugh. Well, if I'm on a plane too and I'm sitting next to someone, I usually end up sitting next to like the the biggest, straightest, mm-hmm. most unattractive man. <laughs> so I'm usually not like I'm a drag queen because <laughs> I just don't. Want, I'm like I want to be on this flight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to explain to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give you all the differences of what blah 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 blah. So I don't do it. Oh, that sounds. But I, I, I was at, um, I think it was in Seattle, and I was walking down the street. We were going to, like, a brunch, and I wasn't in drag. But these this couple, like, left where they were sitting, mm-hmm. eating inside, ran mm-hmm. out to talk to me. They still had food in their mouth. And they're like, oh, my God, we just love, we just love you so much. We just, we just left our brunch. We had to come and say hi. We saw you walking down the street. And I was like, oh, I, all right. That's very fabulous. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is um it is a little weird. Did you find it weird at first? Yeah, I I still find it weird, but uh, yeah, and at first it was definitely really like a little jarring because mm-hmm. it would be random places. Uh these two boys saw me going up on an escalator at the el- airport and they were mm-hmm. going down and like kind of tripped over themselves and then fo- like found me in uh-huh. the airport like went on a search to meet me. And then when we moved to LA, we drove across country and we stopped. I don't even know where it was. It was literally the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was this big gas station. That's all that was around in the area. I'm pumping gas and out of nowhere, it was literally like in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody pops in the screen and goes, <laughs> this woman popped in and said, oh my God, Pandora Box, I love you. I think you're the most fabulous thing ever. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then disappeared. I was like, who, what, I don't, was she real? Did that really happen? Or am I just delu- like delusional because we've been driving so long? Oh, that's so funny. I hope it was a ghost. <laughs> I hope it was just a ghost who has logo or VH1. It was the ghost of white women past. <laughs> um, have you ever had sex in drag? Uh, <laughs> yes. Back in the day, I fancied myself a woman. Okay. Um, but not, uh, but I knew I wasn't trans. There was a, a moment I thought I might be, mm-hmm. but I had so many, uh, trans friends that my, I didn't, my story didn't match with what they were saying mm-hmm. and I didn't want to alter anything and I didn't feel, you know, I was in the wrong body. I just, you know, wanted to live the fantasy mm-hmm. of, you know, being a, being a woman. And so, yeah, there were, uh, there were a few times that, Quite a few times, you know, mm-hmm. I had my own dressing room at this club. And, Ooh. and there were a lot of really, really, like, attractive guys. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys that would have picked on me in high school mm-hmm. were now the guys wanting to sleep with me. So Ugh. it was, like, full what a fantasy. And it, it was, because at first I was loving it. But then I would kind of get too into it and too mm-hmm. wrapped up. Every time I would tell myself, now you know... He's straight, or Uh he thinks he's straight, Uh even though your dick is in his mouth. Mm -hmm. He's still straight, and you're going to have an issue with this. Uh It's going to be an issue. You're going to fall for him. He's real, real cute. he's not going to want you. And And I said, no, no, I'm not. No, no, (laughs) no. Yep, I did. And then it all, it was, I repeated the pattern several times, Mm -hmm. and it it took me a while to realize that, and I forced myself to stop dating after I Mm -hmm. had all those, like, straight men encounters like literally I was like you are not allowed to date anyone (laughs) I like that you put those parameters down you know like just take a step back chill out look at it see what's going on I'm very bad at that 
Very, very, very bad. I was thinking about it. I was like, ooh, I kind of like fucking drag all the time. I do not have sex unless I'm wearing a wig and I'm fully <laughs> in makeup. And uh, last time, I wasn't wearing lashes, but the time before I was and my lash got like unglued and I just had to ring a lipstick around my face. And I didn't... Uh, <laughs> I didn't wash my face. I just like fell asleep. And then my friend came over the next day and she was like, girl, what happened? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, have you looked in a mirror? And I was like, no. And she was like, you need to wash your face. And I just look like a, just like a sex clown. Just <laughs> things skewed and just awful. Yep. Once my wig fell off during sex. <laughs> huh? And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, I think uh, we forget that sometimes um, some straight some straight men aren't aware of are what a wig aware, especially is. Especially white straight men, <laughs> they are oh, very confused. Yeah, uh, I went on a date and I was talking about my wig, and he, I caught him just staring at my hair, and I was like, "Yes, this is a wig," and he was like, "Oh, okay." So every time I see you, will it be a wig? And I was like, "Probably." Pro- I I never see my hair, so why should you? <laughs> Okay, Pandora, I want you to go through my Tinder profile and tell me okay. what you think. <laughs> and if you would like to see what Pandora is seeing, you can go to my Facebook page. It's Nicole Byer Comedy on Facebook, where I have all the pictures up. Well, this picture is you. Um, I don't know if you rode in this little pink <laughs> Trixie Mattel uh, Jeep and you had to pee. Like, you're like, okay, I'm going to... Or if you're like, you know, you're 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 like, yeah, this is my ride, bitch. <laughs> I think the thought was well, that was my dressing room for a show, and it was just filled with stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna take a picture with this little Barbie truck. I mean, you look gorgeous, and I love Thank I love you. that hair hat on you. Thank you. Um, this one, you've got a pineapple on your head, and also a great hair hat. Thank um, you. You look fun and gorgeous and probably a little tipsy. Yes. <laughs> I was immediately drawn to the shirt. I'm like, oh, that's a fun shirt. It's like eyes and a mouth mm-hmm, a on your booties. And you look great. And then I'm like, and that is the giant dildo I hear so much about on your podcast <laughs> that makes my um, anus tighten up right away. <laughs> like, it's like, no. It no. is so big. And I would assume somebody has put that. I mean, somewhere. I don't think they would sell it unless someone could use it. I, yeah. me personally, just a little too big. I <laughs> think it would tear me in half. Yeah, I, I'm good. It would be a nice like centerpiece, though. You know, you <laughs> just put it down on that. <laughs> just leave it there. Just See leave it there. See what people talk. You know, put it in a vase with some flowers. It's a good first date centerpiece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, and here's one, and you're holding an Oscar. Mm-hmm. My friend photoshopped the dick out. And put the Oscar in. <laughs> oh, but the balls are still there, too, if you see. That's so funny. Which is... <laughs> I didn't realize he left the balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oscar's balls are purple and very low. <laughs> oh, now, here you are in your interpretive dance class, mm-hmm. in your black leotard, and you are doing escape from... I don't know where you. It looks like you're escaping from escaping somewhere. Escaping from the library, climbing a bookcase. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. Thank you. I figured show that body. You look gorgeous in all of them. Uh, thank you. 
And now you're holding a copy of Ghost. <laughs> Are the balls still there for Ghost? No, I don't see the oh, balls. Oh, okay. Okay, why, I don't know, why are you holding Ghost? Oh, my friend just photoshopped the dig out and put uh, ghost Oscar, in Oscar in and Ghost. Ghost is my favorite movie. Okay. I love it. Oh, and here you are with a dog. Is that your dog? That's my dog. That's Clyde. Mm, I love him. I love dogs. Thank you. I, the older I get, the more I'm like, I got to hold all the dogs and touch them and pet them and love them. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes I'm like, I like dogs better than people. Mm-hmm. I talk to my dog and he actually makes it look like he's paying attention. Like he so knows what mine. He'll just, he'll look at me. And then if I'm like, if I ask him to do something, he'll turn his head. And I'm like, now you're just being lazy. Yeah, and you look gorgeous in this one, too. Thank you. Okay, now read my profile. Swipe up. Okay. Things to know about me. I'm that bae. Baby always eating. (laughs) Am I supposed to read it out loud? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm always... I'm just started to read it like a white girl. Like a... (laughs) Um, I'm always SMH shouting my hypothesis. You better believe I'm NSFW. I'm never sorry for walking, batch. <laughs> I'll never be your WCW working cash woman. Always DTF and the DIY down to fly, and the destination is yours. Very dumb, and no one has commented on them. People have messaged me, but no one has been like, your acronyms are stupid, which is what like I put them there for, for someone to be like, you're funny, or like, you think you're very funny, and you're not? Like, I'm just waiting for it, and no one has been. I think that a lot of these, um, the people don't really read all these profiles. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on Grindr and Scruff, and I like look at people's things, and I'm like... If they have, like, 35 paragraphs of stuff, I don't Mm. read any of that. I'm not really interested in that. I mean, I'm also not looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. on there. Um, But then the funny thing about Grindr, too, is some of the screen names that people have. Like, it's, like, uh, (laughs) taking raw loads now. (gasps) And it's kind of, like, with their picture on it. And I think, well, what do you do if you see them out in public? You're like, oh, hey, raw loads now. Oh, my God. Hey, how many did you get, babe? Oh, my God. I That would be a dream if I was in, I don't know, like a like a bar or something, and someone walked in and was like, raw loads. Girl, how you been? You still taking them raw? What's going on? How many, take would, you, how many did you take before you got here today? That would legit kill me. Oh, that would be so funny. So now that's actually every time I'm on, that's all I can think. Because there's some priceless <laughs> names on there. I'm like, oh, dude, if I ever see you out in public, I am screaming. Screaming, raw loads, <laughs> big yeah. fat dip daddy. I'm like, hey, open hole. I got you, girl. <laughs> I wish there was a grinder for straight people. I feel like I say this all the time. There isn't one. Like, And people are like, Tinder kind of is. But I'm like, it's not. Yeah. Because on Grindr... You, it's like by the foot, so you can find someone where you are, and then what? It's like what you're looking for. Yeah, I think. But with Tinder, it's like you've got to swipe left and right. With Grinder, mm-hmm. it's like everybody's right there, so you can just kind of contact who you want. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like the difference is like straight guys and straight women think differently. Like that's mm-hmm. just. A fact. And with gay guys, they usually think alike. Although, you know, sometimes I don't really, like, want an unsolicited dick picture or just, mm-hmm. like, that's how they greet me. Like, they send uh, five dick pictures and say hi. 
I mean, if I'm lucky. Also, <laughs> the one thing I really don't, I don't want a whole bit because especially if it looks like you were rimmed by a coyote. Like I'm like, that is an ugly butthole. And I don't think any butthole is really pretty, but I'm like, that is gross. That's, I don't think I've anything near there. ever gotten a butthole picture. That would be wild. Maybe I'll start sending butthole pics. <laughs> you, you Look at put... my pristine butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it, I guess if it was pristine, like I've seen uh, the one porn star, uh, uh, Brent Corrigan, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not like, I like porn, but I'm not really like into porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and But there was one of his, and I was like, I don't know how much that thing is bleached, but I was like, that is a pretty butthole. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I guess if I was a porn star, I would bleach my butthole. Or maybe I wouldn't because I'm black. I don't know. Do black people bleach? You don't know. I don't don't know, but... I don't know. How how bleached, like... like look like a donut like a ring yeah I guess that would be bad (laughs) yeah I don't need my butthole to be lighter than the rest of my body that would be wild well yeah I don't I don't know I yeah I guess if you're a porn star you should bleach it or maybe you don't like some are all Mm -hmm. like natural there's I know a lot of porn stars Mm -hmm. and I follow a lot on on Twitter which I realize when I'm at an airport and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh lord oh no you're like too many (laughs) oh my god but um, it's cool. And um, I also have a really bad habit, especially if there's like porn on in a club or anything, mm-hmm. that I uh, take it upon myself to start narrating the porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like a really bad narration That's of it. That's very funny. And my uh, my partner, um, he is into porn. Mm-hmm. And every time we're out, he's like, you're going to need to stop doing that. <laughs> because now every time I watch it and I'm drugging off, I'm going to hear, hear your, your voice. Voice That's narrating so it, and nom, I'm, nom, 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 yeah. I'm gobbling a dick. <laughs> yeah, and guess I was what? Like, I'm gonna give it to you later. What kind of porn do you watch? Um, I don't know. Like, I kind of watch. I don't really watch too much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, some people that I follow on Twitter. There's a couple porn stars that I that I like, and maybe I'll watch a little bit. But mm-hmm. I never like. I'll never sit down and go. I'm gonna watch a full porn right now. I don't think I've I mean I don't watch like full full just like clippies on pornhub.com that's pornhub.com I will search for big black women and white men because I typically sleep with a lot of white dudes uh, so I'll watch that. I'll settle in. That's like my little appetizer. And then for like din din I'll find a big <laughs> black lady with just a hot dude like a big black guy with a Big fat dick, and then just watch her get railed, and then I go, mm, "What a treat for her!" And then I like go to sleep sometimes and don't even masturbate because usually if I masturbate, I don't watch porn because I have thoughts in my head that I'm gonna think about. Yeah, I'm weird. I think everyone watches porn to masturbate, and I'm like, no, I just need some entertainment before bed. Yeah, my partner masturbates a lot. Well, he says he does, and and I don't really that mm-hmm. much. Um, and I'm kind of like, well, that's good. Less work for me sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> we have different schedules and it's mm-hmm. fine. And um, but yeah, I guess I've watched porn sometimes to to masturbate, but it's kind of and also it's different because some of them I know. So oh, I'm like, that's a little weird. I mean, like, that's my friend fucking. <laughs> yeah, I still think they're hot, but mm-hmm. occasionally I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like, girl, I've heard your voice in real life. I know that it is six octaves higher than what you're doing right there. <laughs> And you are queenier than me. <laughs> That's so funny to think about a masculine presenting person with 
a very high pitched voice who then does porn and then drops it to like fulfill the <laughs> fantasy. That's work. Yeah, that's work. Well, that's, that's why you don't hear a lot of them speak. Mm. They're like, no, oh, sh- no, no. There's no dialogue in this mm-hmm. scene. No, we're cutting it. No dialogue. We'll just put some music under you. <laughs> all right, Pandora. I ask all my guests this: um, Why won't you date me? Um, well, I uh, like men. <laughs> <laughs> And Dick, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. and we have that in common. Okay, yep, so I, I don't think uh-huh. I could date you in that aspect. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. But other aspects, yes, because I think you're beautiful oh! and fun, oh! and you like to drink. Yes, I do. <laughs> so maybe it's just um, your an- another gay BFF for you. All right. Well, I'll take that answer. <laughs> I like it. Do you have anything that you want to plug before we get out of here? I do, and it's funny that you should say plug because um, I have a new uh, parody single out called Oops, I Think I Pooped. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you can get on my website, pandorabox.com. There's two X's in box because the extra X marks the spot. Mm-hmm. And on iTunes, YouTube, everywhere. So Perfect. Um, do you have any gigs coming up that you would like people to come to? Um, I do have, I'm, I'm doing a new one woman show yes. in um, New York City at a uh, the Lori Beachman. Cool. November, oh, I should get these dates right. I think it's 8th and 9th. If that's the Thursday okay. and Friday, those November dates. It's but you can go to PandoraBox.com with two X's because X marks the spot. Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Pandora, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I I was glad because I feel a little like your stalker because I feel like I'm liking everything you post and I'm always <laughs> commenting. I'm like, she's going to think I'm no, literally her stalker. I love it because I adore you. I think you're wonderful. I think you're so funny. I think you were judged very harshly on your season. I think Santino Rice did not truly understand that there's camp drag. Also, what is Santino doing now? Um, I don't know or care, and uh, <laughs> I I completely agree with you. I think that I do feel like if I was on later seasons, I probably would have won some of the challenges, mm-hmm. and also I would have been. They, they gave us very little to go on when we got there, mm-hmm. and now they give you lists of all the costumes what, you, you were need to bring. Three, two, two. Oh yeah, two. So like, whew, they still were trying to figure out the whole show. <laughs> they were like, bring some wigs and a dress. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just like work it out. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be you'll be good. You'll, you're I want to see you on All Stars 5 because I think 4 already filmed. It did. Um, I would too. I actually, I said that it totally got cut and I knew it was going to get cut. But we did uh, the finale. I was at the finale. Mm-hmm. I asked the question and it was kind of not really that great of a question. So I kind of mm-hmm. was like, oh, this question's definitely going to get cut if they have to cut questions. Mm-hmm. And RuPaul, like I came up, we did a little walk before like the show mm-hmm. and uh, RuPaul said to me when I got to the microphone, oh, you made a costume change. And I went, no, because I hadn't. And then I was like, oh, she watched that runway walk that mm-hmm. we all did. And I went, how do, I don't, I don't know what to say because I didn't and mm-hmm. I don't want to go against RuPaul because I went on Ulster Slide. So I, that's what I said. I'm like, um, no, yeah, uh, whatever you say, RuPaul, whatever, you, <laughs> yes, if you think I made a costume change, I made a costume change, I just want to get an All-Stars 5. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Pandora! Thank you. Bye-bye!
has been a Team Coco production. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.